So welcome back, Dr. Hazel Harrison to Live and Learn. Thank you for coming back again. Thanks for having Lovely me Lovely to here. have you back. We will have a, a quick episode on building respect and belonging in the workplace. And I know that's something that you've done a lot of work on. Maybe we could just kick off and give some context on this. It's, there's a lot of stuff on LinkedIn, especially about people finally recognizing the power of this. Maybe just share some, if it's okay, your background on it and the stuff you've kind of come across. I think that belonging is getting talked about a lot more now, and rightly so, particularly perhaps because people are looking to work in organisations where it's not just about salary or the perks of the job. Maybe their values, what's important to them outside of work, that's aligned, they want to work for employers that match those beliefs and things. Yes, and recognising that there's a lot that we can get from work. Actually, we spend a lot of time at work, so let's work somewhere where we feel that we belong. We've been exploring what is that concept of belonging, how do we understand what it means, what does it look like in the workplace, and then what do we do as managers, as leaders, as organisations to think about uh, enhancing that sort of sense of belonging, that culture of belonging to enable people to feel that they're coming to work and using their strengths. A tricky one, I guess. I mean, I could walk into this room here now and you could say hi to me and I could be welcomed by the rest of your team and I could sit down and I could feel like, okay, I, I belong here. But then you could not ask me anything. <laughs> you could have a lot of conversations <laughs> between yourself. We wouldn't do that too, but yes, no, I <laughs> agree. <you>. Yeah. <laughs> and therefore, um, belonging is really only part of the answer yeah. because once we've created that sense that people are welcome here, we also want to make sure that they feel that they matter. Yeah. And the next step, I suppose, in that belonging uh, equation is uh, how do we enable people to feel that they're seen and heard and valued and needed? And that's the bit that I'm really interested in. What does that look like? How do we do that? How do managers and leaders um, develop particular behaviours that enable people to experience that? And I think that's where it probably links into respect and inclusion as well. And that's obviously high on lots of L&D teams' agendas. It's getting those voices heard, isn't it, as well, in all, all different backgrounds. Yes, so feeling that you belong um, is that sense that you can come as a person that you are. And there's this tension perhaps between belonging and fitting in. So you want to work somewhere where you feel that you can be yourself and not have to perhaps diminish particular parts of yourself in order to feel that you can be in this place. And that's, I think, the big uprising that we're seeing now is that sense that people want to feel that they can be who they are. And authentic. And And be authentic. And so, of course, then it crosses over into all sorts of things that we maybe might feel different about. Like, is it okay? Can I still belong in this organization if I talk about um, having some mental health challenges? Can I still belong in this organization if I talk about um, my age or the gender that I most associate with? Or, you know, so, I think there are lots, there is a lots in here about difference and how we create a culture where people feel that they can be themselves and also um, be accepted for that. And it's obviously a really big question to ask on a, a bite-sized podcast, but how do you go about that as a business with the culture, but also maybe just as a manager, starting small with your own teams? Yeah. What kind of a few tips or takeaways can maybe start that process? So if we look at the research around mattering, there is a few key areas that we think make a difference to how people feel in terms of their sense of mattering. So one of them is that they feel seen. Um, And we can do this in really tiny, bite-sized, micro moments in the day. Um, If I know that you 
are someone who really likes cats, for example, and you have cats at home, <laughs> then I might ask you as we're passing in the corridor, you know, uh, something about your life, something that I know matters to you or something that I've been involved in that might connect to something that matters to you. And then what I'm doing is I'm seeing you as the person, Simon, not as uh, just someone else who works for me, yeah. but actually as a human with interests that I'm aware of. So also be aware of the things that your team are interested yeah, in that absolutely. go beyond their job. And that isn't to say that you have to kind of, you know, delve into their personal yeah. life and ask all of these questions. You know, this is about what naturally comes up if you have a bit of time spent with, with your team. And of course, team away days and things like that can be a great time to have some of those more ad hoc conversations. But people may not want to share lots about their personal life and that's okay too but it's about you as a manager taking an interest in the things that they do share. So first of all, feeling seen. Secondly, um, how you feel valued. So it's not enough that I just know a bit about your life. I also want you to know that working in my organization, I see the things that you're doing. I see the strengths that you're using. I see that yourself, you know, you putting yourself in out of your comfort zone sometimes to try something new. And I recognize those things and I appreciate them and I notice them. So those are, you know, feeling seen, feeling valued. And then lastly, also a sense of feeling needed. We need you in this team, Simon. We want you here. Um, and you make a difference to being in this team. And that's the sorts of things that, you know, uh, help to increase our sense of mattering and that a manager can do in tiny moments. These aren't sorts of big, time-consuming things that we're describing, we're talking about finding ways to express gratitude, finding ways to say thank you when projects have worked well, finding ways to say that you've really made a difference to that and thank yeah. you for that, appreciating people's efforts. And that in itself can be um, a really great way of just dialing up mattering in small moments in the day. And that's what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in kind of coming in and offering tips to organizations that are gonna take hours and hours to do because we don't have that much time. We want to get on and do the things that matter to us. And we want to make sure that the people around us feel that they matter. And I think these micro moments that we can interject throughout the day are gonna be so much more powerful than a one hour session, perhaps once a year, where you sit down with someone and tell them all of these things. You really matter, Simon, we really want you here. You know, actually don't wait for the appraisal process or for, you know, find these moments, moments find yeah. the micro moments. Well, I feel a lot better already, thank you. I feel a million dollars now. You've been saying that to me. Yeah, that, that feels great. Um, what would your advice be on, I think that that's the personal connection. There's lots of leaders and managers of a strategy, whether it be a sales number, there's, everyone's got targets or whatever it is. Getting people to feel they matter as part of that. And it might not always be, you know, really um, interesting subject matter, potentially. How do you get people involved in that team goal dynamic and process and feel they matter as part of that? Yes. As well as, you know, the, that personal kind of connection. Yes. So I think that's about aligning teams to the values of the organization and the goals of the organization and, and making sure that everyone's buying into that. You know, if you don't know what it is that you're working towards or why you're doing what you're doing and why it matters, then you're so much less likely to care about what you're doing. So um, I think it's Zach Mercurio who talks quite a lot about mattering and he has this sentence, um, it's hard for us to care when we don't feel cared for. So we're starting in that initial place of actually making sure that everyone feels that we care yeah. for them, but then coming into this bigger place of then we know that that will ripple out into them caring and feeling more engaged in the tasks that they're doing, being more motivated, 
wanting to achieve more as a team together. So I think that's that sense of feeling that you matter, but also that you're part of something where we need you because we are working towards something yeah. together as a team. Uh, we always end our episodes, Hazel, as you know, this is your second time with us now, with our live and learn uh, kind of top tip or anecdote. Could you share with us on this topic just uh, one top tip to take away for our, our viewers or our listeners? So I saw this um, video pop up in my LinkedIn feed and it was these lads uh, sitting on this really small wall. Have you seen this clip? I haven't actually no. seen it. Okay, so I, th- you have I reckon to send it to probably, me. I'll, I'll try and find it. I reckon there's probably about seven or eight of these lads and they're sitting on a thin wall together and they're, they're, they're kind of huddled over, maybe looking at phones or doing something. Yeah. They're connected. They're interacting with each other. And there's this little space in the middle of the two groups of boys, really small space. And another lad comes running up and he sort of catapults himself into this space between the others. And in doing so, he puts his hands back to try and catch his balance and he wipes out the, the whole line on this <laughs> side. All went down right All now. go down. And the whole line on this side that all go down. And I just watched it and thought, yeah, that is those moments of anti-mattering actually in the workplace. That is that, I think the hashtag was something like a toxic working culture or something. It's like, you can have everything working really well you can have teams that are engaged and stable and safe, and you can have these moments that are incredibly powerful of anti-mattering, where we deliberately make someone feel like they're not seen and not valued and not needed, and it will wipe out of all trust. of those yeah, moments of work. micro moments yeah. of trust building that we've been talking about, those moments of connecting and, and feeling that someone cares about you we have this negativity bias in our brain which means we are much more likely to notice those moments where someone is deliberately or not necessarily deliberately unkind yeah, we're or wired that way to notice negative we're wired like yeah. way we that is a sensible survival strategy so i think it's really important to hold that in mind um, for all of us but perhaps particularly for leaders and managers to think about the fact that a moment of anti-mattering will wipe out a lot of the good stuff that you've done. So if you have made a mistake, um, behaved in a way that you wish you hadn't, you know, making sure that we apologize for that as soon as we can. But also just to be aware of if there are people in your organization that are bringing that sense of uh, a toxic culture, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. deliberately not making people feel that they can belong Uh, then it's likely going to wipe out a lot of the good stuff that you're doing. And I learned that from talking to um, Rebecca Lampaski, who's been doing lots of research in this area. And she just basically said it like that. Anti-mattering is so much more powerful than anything we we can do with mattering. But well, thanks, Hazel, for coming along. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I've loved being here. Thank (laughs) you for letting me talk about belonging and mattering uh, and the things that I think are really important in the workplace. And you'll have to come along soon as well. Come back. Thank you.